What's up, y'all? And welcome back to Dad Needs to Talk. I am your host, Robert, a.k.a. Father Vash. And today, I'm going to be talking about my thoughts on the new Marvel's Eternals movie. And Vash just turned four years old. Let's get to it. Alright, what is up y'all? We are back for another fantastic episode of Danny's to Talk. As always, if this is your first time here, then welcome. But if you're a returning listener viewer, then welcome back. Y'all already know what it is. If you are not already, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on whatever podcast platform of your choice. I should be on all of them, and also make sure you subscribe to the Danny to Talk YouTube channel so that you can see me in all my glory. <laughs> but yeah, make sure y'all go do that for your boy, you know. And also, if you've been enjoying the show, or this is your first time here and you enjoyed this episode, please go over to iTunes and leave your boy a review. So that the world can know that we are here doing great things. So we continue to grow and yeah, have more people join the conversation. So let's just jump into it. So kind of uh, starting things off this week. I think where to even start, man. It, it, it has been such a roller coaster of a week. <laughs> In, in, in so many ways, um, my oldest son across Saturday and Sunday, he plays six games, which is kind of wild to think about because talk, talking to my wife all ago, between last weekend and this weekend, he has played a total of 12 basketball games. And so and keep in mind, you know, he plays for multiple teams. So, but yeah, it just happened at two weekends in a row both teams had tournaments and stuff so so yeah so collectively he's played 12 games in the last across the last two weekends um but you know he did end up um his team did end up coming through and getting a big w they uh won a sixth grade tournament um tonight actually just uh, just a few hours ago from when i'm recording this and so, yeah, it's very awesome. Very proud of him. Like I said, he uh, <laughs> he, he putting in work and you have to to be able to uh, to go through a gauntlet of six basketball games across two days, 12 across two, two weekends. So shout out to my, my my oldest boy. Love you. Very proud of you. And uh, yeah. So with that being said, like I said, that was, that was like a chunk a good chunk of my weekend um just traveling and you know dropping kids off picking kids up maneuvering around because uh, while I was doing that my wife she was um this weekend at the uh at a local convention center they had a little uh pop-up shop 
where she went there and she set up her little tablet booth where she was uh, selling her jewelry along with uh, several other vendors and stuff. So it, it was a pretty nice little event. Um, ended up getting to try some uh, some mango flavored uh, pineapples. Them jokers was hitting. So, cause so it, it, it was this uh this family, they they had uh, they were selling various flavored pineapples as well as various flavored pickles. So they had like a strawberry kiwi pickle, uh, all types of wood flavors. But man, that that mango pineapple, oh, was so so good. Um, and another vendor, we ended up getting. She had a. Uh, what was it? Uh, desserts, and I ended up getting a German chocolate cake from her. Now, those of y'all who might not know, because I don't think I've ever talked about it on the show, but growing up, German chocolate cake was my go-to cake that I got for my birthday every year. Um, when I was younger, my grandma would make me—I believe it was like a two or three-layered German chocolate cake. <laughs> And then, you know, as the years went on, after my grandmother passed away, then my mama picked up the torch and she continued to make me um, German chocolate cakes, you know, um, pretty much the rest of the time. And I'm trying to think, did, I don't know if my sister ever, my sister might have made me one one time, but um, but yeah, but, um, but yeah, got it. It was super awesome, super good. Um they they had some really good stuff too. They 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 had like a uh I think they were selling like 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 candy apples and stuff, but just like coated in different stuff. I think they had I think they had like an Oreo a Oreo coated apple or something. It was like, whoa. <laughs> Y'all got all types of stuff, but um but yeah, but that was a fun little event. Um glad my wife got to go there and do her things, sell her jewelry. Um for those of you who do not know, go check out Raining Crystals with a Z on Instagram and yeah, see if you might see anything you might want to buy for yourself, for a loved one, for a friend, your kids, whatever. She does necklaces, bracelets. Uh, I think she's about to start doing waist beads too. Um, but yeah, go check her out. Raining crystals. But yeah. And so on top of the basketball stuff and, and, and my wife doing the jewelry stuff, um, I had another big thing happen this last week that I can't speak on a hundred percent yet until because I want to make sure all paperwork is per, all paperwork is cleared. But what what I can say is that you know this is something that I have been working towards. Um, well, I don't necessarily want to say like working towards, but it's something that's kind of been like on the horizon of a of a potential possibility and so i was potentially presented with an offer for something but like i said just kind of waiting for all paperwork and stuff to clear but um you know looks like we're taking a, a potential step forward what what i, what I was saying kind of what i want to touch on a little bit um is i had a moment friday like see y'all know you know, talking about try to be you know um, transparent and 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 open with y'all. You know, as I talk about stuff, but I did kind of have a moment because in my mind, you know, and, and you know, like I said, just being upfront, you know, I have had some 
some struggles and stuff going on. You know, like I said, I don't, I don't necessarily come here and talk about a lot on the podcast because this is kind of like my escape from my real world, real life struggles and uh, stresses and things of that nature. But what I, what I will say, you know, it's like you know, I've it's been been some some tough times um, in, in recent months, and this is something that. And, and, and I feel like it's partly on me for kind of like, you know, sometimes you kind of like put something too high on a pedestal of like, hey, if I can just get this one thing to happen, then that'll change the whole game. It'll change my whole life around or whatever. Well, well, I potentially got the thing, but it wasn't all the way to the point of what I was um, hoping for slash anticipating. But the potential for that to happen over time is there, but it wasn't that immediate, like, woo, I got this thing, the weight is off my shoulders, we can, you know, live carefree now. That part didn't happen, so I, I, I kind of sat there in a rut, honestly, for, for a long time Friday night, and I kind of had to get myself out of it, because I'm like, no, you know, this is still a victory for me, even though it might not have been a hundred percent the way I was hoping it would go. This is still a very big step forward for me and set up for, for long-term possibilities. And so what I ended up doing, cause there was two manga that came out last week and I'll show y'all them in a second mention what they are in a second, but there's two manga that came out last week that I was like, Hey, as soon as I get the phone call, email, whatever about this opportunity, if it clears, hey, I'm going to go get these things as a treat. I was holding off all week, but when I did finally get the call and it wasn't what I would like, like I said, I kind of had that moment like, man, nothing really changed. Like, like some things did change, but as far as like short term, nothing's changed too much. And so I was like, you know what? No, I will not get those manga and stuff. I said I wanted to get as a treat for doing the thing, whatever, because I felt like I didn't properly earn it. But like I said, I kind of wallowed in self-pity, honestly, for a bit. I decided, I was like, you know what? No, I need to go and get these because it's on my mind. I want them. And yes, everything isn't perfect. You know, probably maybe shouldn't be getting them, but it's like, no no matter how good or bad things or whatever you do have to at least like treat yourself every now and then within reason of course and so what i ended up getting so one of them i was on, i was only able to get one friday night because freaking uh didn't realize freaking bars and nobles closes at like eight o'clock <laughs> on fridays and i'm like eight o'clock because because uh because i think it was like 7 30 and i'm thinking it's at least not gonna close to like nine o'clock or whatever because it's a friday so I'm like, okay, you know, about 7, 7.30, something like that or whatever. Um, I go, no, or what was, anywho, whatever time it was going to close, whatever, um, basically I got there afterwards. So I was, actually, I think, I think it might have been, I thought it was going to close at 9. That's right. I thought it was going to close at 9. Uh, left the house about 8-ish, 8.30, whatever. Got there. And I'm like, where's all the cars? Kind of found out they were closed. But luckily, my local comic book store that I go to all the time, they're open to 11 because uh, cause they, they had a whole crowd in there. I think they were doing like a D&D night or something as they, as they often do. But um, but so I went there in hopes of because they're kind of wonky. Like they have like some 
off the wall stuff that I that I haven't seen anywhere else locally. But then some of like some like newer big stuff, or whatever they don't have. So it's kind of a mixed bag. But one of the ones that I wanted to get, and of course they only had one copy, which I was happy about, is this one called Kiruru Kill Me. Now the synopsis for this is Al Nemo mate has made it. He's brilliant, good looking, and the heir to a gigantic pharmaceutical empire. The only thing missing in his life is love. And he's just fallen head over heels for a beautiful woman named Akami Kiruru. There's just one problem. Kiruru is a professional assassin. Desperate to see her again, Al Nemo puts a risky plan to action. To reunite Rikiruru, he puts a hit he puts out a hit on himself. So yeah, like I so said, this is one I've I've heard heard some decent decent stuff about or whatever. But like I said, it, it just volume one. This one just came out in English um this past week. But I read I think like the first chapter or whatever. I'm enjoying it so far, but I'm I'm curious to jump into more. Now this other one is one I wasn't able to go and get until uh yesterday morning, um or sometime yesterday in between no, yeah some Saturday in between basketball games. <laughs> Um, I kind of stopped uh, and went to go get this. But this one is called Young Ladies Don't Play Fighting Games. And so, yeah, beautiful cover. And love the freaking back with the two young ladies with freaking fight sticks with them. But read the little synopsis for this one. Forbidden Love for Video Games. Karomi Girls Academy is a refined, elegant school that expects the very best in in deportment from its young ladies. Aya got into this peerless rich girls institution on a scholarship and hopes to grow as lovely as her fellow student and idol, the so-called Shiryumi or Shira Yuri-sama. But Shira Yuri has a terrible secret. She's a trash-talking, combo-chaining, newbie-stomping, ruthless, hardcore gamer. Could a mutual indulgence in no-hands-barred video game combat grow into a deeper rapport between these two girls? That premise alone is is like what really got me, whatever. And plus, like, I really like, because one thing I, I, I love about a, a lot of these manga now is that they will have like a preview of the first chapter? Of course, yes, we all know. You can go into the uh, into into the, uh, the the dark corners of the internet, or as uh, my friends over on the uh, the Kami House call it, the the Weeb Wide Web, <laughs> and read this stuff, or whatever. But trying to do my best to support these official releases so that we can continue to keep getting awesome stuff over here printed in English um, and other countries around the world. But anywho, I read like the first part of this. Uh, the synopsis or whatever, or like the first part of the chapter they had, had on the little preview thing. And yeah, it, it sold me. And so I've got it and I've read like the first chapter, but it, it was just so awesome. Like I said, and, and as somebody that has been a lifelong gamer, definitely, you know, definitely can relate. But, um, but yeah, that was kind of like my two treats though for what I did this past week. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to continuing to read both of those. So, uh, and there, there's some other manga coming up in the next week or whatever that I'm very interested to check out and stuff. Um, 
One of which, you know what? Because cause I want to just put this on people's radar. So hold on one second. Let me pull this up. Okay. So one more manga. I just want to just give a shout out to or at least just to put on y'all's radar that um, that got put on my radar um, by somebody that their algorithm just put them on my Twitter. But, um, but this manga is called Freren Beyond Journey's End. And the general synopsis of this one is a. Uh, let me get it pulled up. Sorry. Let's see. Forever and Beyond Journey's End. Um. So basically, hold on. Let me get this. Okay. So decades after their victory. Um. So okay. So basically, this story takes place. After this, uh, this group of adventurers had been on a 10 year quest and they basically defeated the great evil Well, the story starts after that and mainly follows the, I think she's the mage of the group and she's an elf, which means that she's going to live for centuries while everybody else on her in her party are just regular, seem to be like regular humans. And so... I read a little bit of like, like the first chapter, but basically this is the story of of uh, Freer and the elf's journey to basically kind of like fulfill and kind of like come to grips with at basically outliving the rest of her party. Because I read a little bit of the first chapter and basically like I said like they come back or whatever from their adventure and the rest of the crew, whatever, they're all worried about, man, we got to get regular, we got to get regular jobs and yada, yada, yada. And she's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to continue to, to, uh, explore the world and document stuff, you know, learn more magic and stuff, whatever. And so on the day that they come back, there's like this, uh, meteor shower that have that comes through and it only happens once every 50 years. And so she kind of basically makes like an offhand comment of like, of like, well, we can't really see it too well because we're in the city. But she's like, hey, you know what? In 50 years, let's meet back up here and, you know, I, I can take you out to a better place to watch the, to watch the uh, the meter shower. Well, they kind of like the other rest of the party kind of just like laugh it off because it's like, man, to her, 50 years, 100 years is nothing time wise. But. For them, most of them might not even be alive in 50 years. And so that's basically like, like, so like the general premise of the story or whatever. Um, like, so without going into too much spoilers or whatever. But that's why, I like I said, I just want to put on y'all's radar that I'm interested in checking out um, in the coming weeks. Because it's coming out this month. Actually, it's coming out in a couple of days uh, from the time of me recording this. But um, but yeah. So kind of moving right along. So so on, on this episode of the podcast... Um, I'm going to kind of keep it tight because to be honest, I, I am beyond exhausted. And, you know, like I said, it's just, it's just a lot of just like life stuff going on. And I need to like, just like, I need to, to slow down, listen to my body, listen to my mind and take a break. Even if it's just one week or whatever. So right now, next week, uh, let me see. Yeah, next week, the week basically the week of the fifteenth of November fifteenth, um, there won't be a a, a, podcast, a regular podcast episode out there. Not saying that there won't be 
who knows if, if I have time or whatever this week or if I get in the mood, maybe I'll record a review for something. Who knows? And that'll go up that day and that'll just be what it is. Otherwise, you know, I will be back um, in a couple of weeks, um, the week of the 22nd. Now, that week I have something very big planned um, that I'm very excited about. And hopefully things work out, but I'm, I'm very excited about that week's episode because, yeah, y'all will know. I, I don't want to speak on it too much. I don't even want to give general idea what it is. But if y'all look at the calendars and see what's going on around that weekend of the 19th, you might have an idea. <laughs> uh, there's a very big anime thing happening um, that weekend. So just... Little tease, little hint, wink, wink. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so that, that that's what it is. But yeah, but for today, I'm uh, later on the show. I'm gonna talk about Eternals and my thoughts on that. And honestly, I'm I'm not gonna do my usual chapters and uh, general anime and stuff, whatever that I, that I usually talk about week to week, or whatever. Um, I'll just have to do just like a big multi episode catch up on or multi chapter catch up on all this stuff later on. Um, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Like I said, I, I, I almost didn't even record today, <laughs> but I was like, no, because like I said, I primarily wanted to do this, like I said, for one, cause I just watched Eternals. I just wanted just like, just super quick, basic thoughts on that. But this is primarily something I wanted to do for Vash for his fourth birthday. Um, which like I said, I will get to in a minute. Um, cause I'm gonna say the Eternals and stuff for later in the episode. So yeah, um, only bit of news I want to kind of share this week um, is that uh, Bungo Stray Dogs got announced for a season four is coming. Um, I don't think I don't think I saw a date for that, but just know that that a new season of that series is coming. So very awesome, very excited to uh, to see more more of that. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I want to say I think there was a, maybe a movie or something that came out that I still need to. Uh, that I still need to check out. Uh, oh, other thing that, well, hmm. Yeah, I'll touch on it in a little bit or whatever, but there was like a series that I did finish this week um, that I also want to touch on as well. But, so, let's go ahead and just, just dive right in. Like I said, this, this is a little bit more of a uh, of a uh, <laughs> looser, freeform episode. Um, cause like I said, I'm just like beyond exhausted as you can, like I said, imagine running around six basketball games over this weekend on top of just normal <laughs> life and family fatherly duties that I have. But, uh, but yeah, so little dude, Vash, four freaking years old, y'all. That, that is like so wild to just kind of, uh. To kind of, kind of even say, cause I, I I remember that that year he was born, uh, twenty twenty seventeen. It was a very wild, very eventful year in so many ways, leading up to his birth. Because so, so Christmas twenty sixteen, I had proposed to my now wife um, that spring. We found out she was pregnant. Then, of course, you know, we're planning wedding stuff, whatever, for that summer, um, summer of 2017. And then 
I got laid off from my job in June. I got laid off a month before our wedding. Um, but luckily, most of like the big expenses and stuff was already paid for and taken care of. But still, pregnant wife with four other kids also and got laid off a month before the wedding. <laughs> it was chaos. So, went through that. Went through the wedding. We we, we revealed Vash's, um, the coming of Vash at the wedding because um, cause honestly... Only, only my mom and my sister, I'm pretty sure I told my sister, I, I, def, I definitely had to tell my sister, but, but more than likely it was probably just my mom for sure, my sister, and then my wife's um, grandparents and parents knew. Um, and then we revealed at the wedding that yes, Vash is coming. I have a photo. I wish I had it. I wish I had it ready to pull up. But basically, it was a photo of me holding um, my my awesome close friends that I've known since college, um, Bree and her husband Aaron. They got Vash. A they found a Vash the Stampede baby onesie with the glasses and everything on it. And I have an image of me holding that up during the announcement and stuff. But, um, but yeah, and then we get to the fall and young Vash makes his arrival. Now, so much stuff, you know, like I said, like I said, it, it was just like a very busy year, very crazy year leading up to Vash being born. Um, one, one thing I kind of just touch on a little bit, and this is something I had never, never really talked about too much, whatever. And I'm not going to dive into it too much because it's a little bit of a heavier subject. But so for 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 many years, you know, I kind of had this weird. I don't know if I, if I don't know if I want to call it a vision, prophecy, whatever the case may be. Um, but um, that, like I said, I don't know why, but but over the years. There's always like this thought in the back of my head, like I said, this dreams, nightmares, whatever you want to call it, that I always had that scared me for a long time. That that someday I would have a child of my own, but that I would not be here for the child. And so that was a very scary thought because it's like it's like it's like it's like, it's like I really would like to have you know, a son or a kid in general, but specifically if I could have, I could choose, you know, to kind of have, have a son. But also, like I said, just like that, that reoccurring dream and vision I kept having over the years just scared the every living crap out of me. And honestly, just like all year long, you know, like I said, on top of all the other crazy, crazy stuff that was going on, but all year long, having that thought in the back of my head of like, man, this is like one of like the, you know, craziest in a good way moments of my life. But it's also fearful, like I said, because of like, man, like what, what if those visions, those dreams come to life? That's, that's going to be, you know, wild. You know, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, then my son would have to learn of me through family, my friends, so on and so forth or whatever. But so anywho, so 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 you know, Vash came, Vash was born. Hey, 
Okay. He's he's here. I'm here. We're here at the same time. Okay. I I passed the point of uh, of singular or what what was that happened with the uh, in Loki with uh Kane the Conqueror like that moment where the event passed and he can no longer predict the future or whatever because you know they had made it through whatever that threshold was. That's how I felt until and I'll get to this in a second. But you know had some awesome first days in the hospital. Um, <laughs> I, 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 you know, read one piece to Vash, uh, cause he was born on a Wednesday. So that weekend we were still in the hospital, had him snuggled up with me as I'm reading a new chapter of one piece. Um, I believe it was a chapter. I think it was, what, I think it was like eight seventy eight. uh, one piece. 878 um uh, let me see basically it was a chapter uh, titled uh, brulee um let's see mink tribe maybe it's 877 last sweet huh i can't remember but, um, but anywho, um, you know, had, had Vash with me rereading manga, you know, I'm, uh, definitely a, a very important, uh, time in gaming as well, because, because right before Vash was born, it was that crazy trifecta of games released. It was that, it was, a uh, Super Mario Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Origins. And Wolfenstein 2 New Colossus. I'll never forget. I had played and beat Wolfenstein 2 in the hospital while we were waiting for my for for you know leading up to the pregnancy. And then I was alternating between Assassin's Creed Origins and Mario Odyssey <laughs> in the hotel. Uh those came out like a like a week or two before um Vash was born. But yeah, and so the the scariest thing that happened after that, like I said, like hey, he's here, sunshine and roses. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm, I made it past the event. Literally the first or second night after we get Vash home, it's late at night, like it is now when I'm recording, like close to midnight or whatever. And sweet tooth, my, my sweet tooth came in, and I was like, man, I, I gotta t- I gotta taste for something sweet. Let me run down the street. To, to quick trip and give me a honey bun or whatever it was so I'm driving 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 the same light and I hate it now because I have freaking trauma now from 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 this freaking light and stuff whatever in this event but I'm driving through the light and so I'm going straight there's a car coming towards me and it's getting ready to, you know, to try to turn across or whatever. Clearly, I had a straightaway because my light was still green. They tried to, clearly, they misjudged the distance. And they tried to jump and make their turn real quick. And I ended up ramming straight to the side of them, totaling my car that I had just paid off like the year before whatever. My my baby, my, my 2002 Ford Escape. To this day, I still hope and look forward to the day. Where I can get another Ford Escape because I freaking love that car, love that vehicle, 
like I say, it, it was my first car that I ever bought with my own money. Uh, well, I take that back. My first vehicle out of out of college because I got it right when I was graduating college, and I had just paid it off, like I said, like the year or so beforehand. And yeah, car got totaled. But of course, in that moment, freaking life flashed before my eyes because I'm like, man, I thought I had lived past the nightmare. But when I when I was coming, it was just like headlights, and I was going to that car. I was like, this is it. This is it. But I woke up. Okay, slight, slight shoulder pain or whatever. Um, my favorite glasses got destroyed in the process because I, I had these very cool blue metal frame, like these very cool um, all blue metal framed glasses. Love them things. Um, and, they, and they had transition lenses. <laughs> But they got destroyed and stuff. Um, like I said, my, my poor car totaled. And like I said, this is us, uh, you know, me unemployed still. Newborn baby. This was a freaking wild time. But we, I lived. Here, obviously, here I am. But made it through that event. And... Yeah, like I said, that that's just been like like a that that first that first year or those like that's not even like his first year of being born, but just like 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 that year leading up to him being born and like those first that first like week or whatever, crazy. But I, I would say honestly though, over these years, especially like 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 that first year, was so chill. Vash was such a chill baby. When he was smaller, because, you know, so many people, you know, you know, are like, you know, it's like, man, when you, when you have kids, all them hobbies and playing video games, watching TV, da, 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 out the window, no more fun for you, bro or ma'am. <laughs> and that wasn't the case for me. And, uh, and, and it, it, this is something I want to do a more dedicated thing to later in the future, but just kind of speaking in general, that first year of Vash being born, like I said, I, I, I was playing through Assassin's Creed Origins. I played, beat it. Um, I played through God of War. And that, that was a very special experience because I was already a fan of the God of War games, but just coincidentally with that series shifting and having Kratos being a father again and going on a journey with his son. And I had Vash in my lap as I'm playing through, like I said, I played through Assassin's Creed Origins <laughs> with him with me. I, of course, you know, still played through uh, Mario Odyssey. Played through God of War. Played through Spider-Man. Spider-Man 20... Wait, no, 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 no. That was, what, 2018? What year was that? Spider-Man... 2018? Okay. Actually, okay. No, duh, that's right. Yeah, because God of War 2018 too. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, so... Assassin's Creed Origins, God of War, Spider-Man... And God of War 100% platinum. Spider-Man 100% platinum. And then um, later that fall, Red Dead Redemption 2, 
right after Spider-Man Platinum that, I played through Red Dead Redemption 2. And so, the fact that I was able to play through all these humongous games um, with a newborn, <laughs> you know, didn't, didn't miss a beat with my gaming. And and I think now, granted, that, that might be also because of um, my household, because those of y'all that know, my wife is also a big gamer. And so, she knows and she understands, you know, how much I enjoy playing games or watching anime, reading manga, or whatever. So, she'll you know, make time with it. It's like, you know what, hey, I'll watch Vash or whatever, or, you know, I'll keep my eye on him or whatever for a bit while you play your game or whatever, and vice versa, I do the same thing for her. And so, but yeah, like, like that first year, he was, like, so chill. He slept through the night most of the time. Um, I, I would say he slept through the night more so than he, uh, than he didn't. Um, we, we got him pretty early on sleeping by himself in his own, like, in his crib and stuff. Um, and, yeah, you know, it, it was a very fun, very fun adventure, um, like I said, the first year. And then just kind of, like, going from after that, um, you know, just seeing the, the big boy he's growing into and just... How his own little personality, you know, is just forming because it's, it's like clearly I see some of myself in him. I see some of my wife in him, but then I also see some of just him, you know, and just him uh, doing his thing, being himself. And it, it, it is truly, it, it is truly an experience to say the least, you know, just getting a chance to just watch this person, you know, just learning from you, learning from their surroundings and forming, you know, learning to, to crawl, to walk, to speak, all this stuff, um, doing stuff on his own, being like, no, 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 I got it. You know, um, you know, we're, we're kind of on the tail end of him potty training now and, you know, he, he, he is such a, such, such a character, you know, cause, um, and while he can be wild, he can be very, oh, oh, so sweet. Um, just cause like whenever I call him, he'll be like, yes, daddy. <laughs> and then, um, you know, teaching him stuff and actually seeing it stick to where like, you know, he'll go use the potty and then he'll be like, daddy, wash hands. And him even putting together, because I told him, you know, you kind of talk through stuff, whatever, being like, soap, water. And he'd be like, Daddy, wash hands, soap, water. And so just stuff like that. Um, he, he definitely takes after me with his interest in electronics and gaming and stuff. Because he, so he, like I said, he's four now. Vash has literally already been playing games for two years. <laughs> Which is wild to say, but literally since he was, since he was two, pretty pretty much from the time where he could grasp a controller good, he's been playing. And, and I don't mean no, oh, he's just, you know, running to walls. Like, no, like he, he is able to clear full Mario levels by himself. He's able to clear full Rayman, uh, Rayman Legends levels by himself. 
Um, he can play. He play in Rocket League. Um, he can move around in Apex. Even though he's not like playing like a real match or whatever, but he has the hand-eye coordination to to a good enough extent to where he can move the camera around and walk and stuff, whatever, and and shoot and stuff. Uh, and he he loves trying out new games and stuff. Because y'all know me, I, I love me some different indie games and stuff. And so, a lot of times, he'll just go through my, my, my library of games I have on my PS5. And he'll be playing all different types of stuff that, you know, most kids wouldn't play. But, uh, but yeah, but that, that has been just, like I said, just something so joyous. Um, and and kind of, honestly, like some, some very just funny moments for me. Because sometimes he'll be like, Dad, Dad, help. Or he'll hand me, try to hand me the controller to help him. And, you know, sometimes I have my moments, but like, if I'm tired, I'm like, nah, dad, I don't want to play the game, whatever. But then I have those moments where I'm like, so I'm like, man, I have a three, now four-year-old asking for help or wanting me to play the game or whatever. Because, you know, like, he'll get to a level that might be a little bit too hard and he'll try for over and over. And then eventually he'll be like, okay, hey, help. Or here you go. And so, um, so yeah, so it, it, it's just been just a, a awesome, just beautiful thing. Um, there, there is a video of him that I have. Um, I'm about to post, or maybe I'll post on his birthday or sometime soon. Um, that I, th- I think he was maybe two, or no, no, I, I don't, he, he might have been maybe one, one or two, somewhere in there, whatever. But I had him with me at the store. And I can't remember. I think it might have been either like a Fye or basically some some like older school like a like a store that had like a old DVDs and stuff, whatever. And so they had several DVDs from uh, Trigon. And so I was showing Vash the various covers of the different of the different uh, of the different. Uh, DVDs and <laughs> it, it, it was just so sweet just seeing him literally like approving and disapproving and stuff because like, cause, like he would like look at a cover and then look at me like big smile big cheesing um, th- there was one particular cover I'll never I can't remember like which one it was but there was like one particular cover to where he was just kind of like eh, no <laughs> And the funny thing is, it's like, it's like I tested it out because I, like I said, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get to the one, he's like, eh. And then I showed him, like, the first one again. He's like, yeah. So I'm like, okay. You are picking and choosing, you know, what you like, what you don't like and stuff. So, but that that's just like a video I super cherish. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm about to uh, put that up on, I'm going to either tweet it out or I'm going to for sure have to put it uh, on my, make sure, I'm about to make sure it's on my Instagram too. So it's preserved somewhere. But, um, maybe even load up to my YouTube. I might do that too. Like, so just, just, just as a way to have like certain stuff, just like preserved in multiple places and stuff. But, um, but yeah, but the, the journey to fatherhood has been so, so crazy, you know, because, you know, of course, you know, I, I have been a father figure. For many, many years, because like I've mentioned before, you know, I've, I've been an uncle since I was four years old <laughs> and I'm 30, I'm 31 now, but I've been an uncle since I was four years old. So, of course, over the years, I had nieces and nephews that looked up to me and stuff. And 
you know, when I met my wife originally, you know, of course, you know, she already has four kids. And so being a stepfather for many years, you know, that's, you know, that's a whole different beast. You know, I feel like compared to, you know, when Vash was born, having, having a son of my own was just because having that realization, you know, of, of like, no, like, like you have more responsibility in molding who he is or who like, like the person he becomes, um, because, you know, with, with stepkids and stuff or, or just, you know, any type of like blended family situation is sometimes there might be other factors in as far as like, okay, you got to deal with the, you know, the, the, uh, the kids, other parent or whatever, or just other family in general from that, from that parent or whatever. And, you know, they always have something to say as far as like, oh, I don't like it the way you're right. You're raising my kid. I don't like the way you're raising my son, my daughter, whatever. Everybody always got something smart to say or whatever. Whereas, you know, with Vash, it's like there is no other sayings involved. It's like, like supremely just me and my wife. And so it's just like, okay, you know, it, this this is on you, Robert, to to do the best you can to try to shape and mold his, his, his young mind, you know, but uh, yeah, but the, the, the journey to fatherhood has, has been, like I said, it's been a adventure to say the least. Um, these last four years have been, uh, trying in many ways, but also very, uh, very fulfilling in others and we wouldn't change it for nothing, you know? Um, even though, you know, he might drive me crazy, um, stress me up sometimes. I know he's, a. <laughs> I, I definitely would attribute several of these, uh, silver hairs I have across my head, beard and all this stuff, whatever, to Vash, <laughs> as I'm pretty sure you've probably heard him multiple times in the background, uh, screaming and shouting. So apologies for that, but hey, y'all already know, and that needs to talk. That's probably some back, background noise at some point. Especially with uh, with Mr. Vash <laughs> um, and Andy Picture, and so um, so yeah. So, kind of last point I just kind of just want to end on with with this section is hopefully someday um, I'm, I'm just kind of kind of say it like this. I hope that someday Vash, you get a chance to hear this, to watch this, as you hear your four year old self in the background. But I just want you to know that. You know, as this is like I said, a little time capsule, but just want you to know that this is your dad, Robert, and I love you so, so much uh, from the bottom of my heart, um, with all of my heart, with all of my soul. I love you so much, son, and just know that, <laughs> you know, no matter how, how much tough love I give you, know that it does come from a genuine place of care and wanting the best for you um like i said i hope you know that i continue to be there for you for many days weeks months years to come to continue to see the the person you grow up to be the young man you grow up to be hopefully someday the adult um who knows maybe a father yourself someday but I hope that you do get a chance to 
watch this and listen to this in the future um, assuming YouTube is still around you know <laughs> a decade 20 years from now whenever you might come across this um, or at least you know hearing the audio from it um, but just as a reminder you know this uh, this image behind my head of Vashta Stampede he is the one that you are named after the the humanoid typhoon the uh the 60 billion double dollar man <laughs> uh but you know just just because you know just just like Vash the Vash the Stampede you are a whirlwind of a person in my life you know while wherever you go <laughs> there is a wake of chaos <laughs> left behind but just like Vash the Stampede, you have a very kind heart. And, and I already see that right even now in your young age. You have a very kind and sweet heart that, you know, I can tell that you are, that you will be a very loving and caring person. And so, yeah, I hope that, uh, like I said, I hope that you huh, have had many awesome birthdays up to now. And yeah, um, if, if you ever do watch this, <laughs> call me, text me, come talk to me, whatever the case is, and let me know that, hey, Dad, I listened to the podcast episode from November 8th, 2021 on your birth, on my birthday. And yeah, so just, just come talk to me. <laughs> It'll be very uh, funny to see and, you know, at, at what point in time you know, this, uh, this, this moment takes place or, or how old you will be when you, uh, might make your way through these podcast episodes. And, you know, hopefully by now you've realized that, that our logo <laughs> is you there next to me. But like I said, once again, Vash, this is your dad, Rob. I love you so much. Me and your mom, whole family, we all love you so much and happy birthday. Love you, son. So, <laughs> thank you for for everybody that just you know this listening, um, and and enjoying this podcast with me. Um, like I said, that that was kind of like the primary reason why why I wanted to do this for 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 my son, uh, for Vash, um, and yeah, um, <laughs> so kind of a. Moving right along, I'm trying to think of. Hmm. I guess I'll, I'll give a brief shout out to uh, to a game I got to play a very very tiny smidgen of um, earlier today. It's called um, I think it's called Unpacking. Unpacked. Unpacking. Let me see. Unpack. Yeah, unpacking. And like the name suggests, it's basically a game about you unpacking. Um, some stuff, and so basically, the characters you're playing as, I believe it's like, it's like a young. Actually, I know it is a young lady. Um, and basically, you're kind of like playing through several phases of her life, and so basically, each level starts off with just like a room. It could be a bedroom, could be bathroom, kitchen, whatever, but it starts off with a room with several uh, cardboard boxes, and so basically, you're just like clicking through opening up the boxes and pulling out all the different items 
and basically you're just putting them away. You know, okay, stuffed animals on the bed, books on the shelf, this under the counter, this on my table, yada yada yada. And so it's just kind of a kind of a pretty chill, relaxing game. Like I said, just kind of like 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 you just trying to like learning about who this person is or who they might have been by seeing the different items that they had that they have had over the years. And so, yeah, so I'm playing it on Xbox right now because it's on Xbox Game Pass, but I believe it's also on, it's on PC as well as Nintendo Switch. So, yeah, go check it out. Like I said, it's called Unpacking. Um, but yeah, but that's it as far as like, like I said, like the game stuff I checked out. Um, trying to think of how I want to do this. Okay, so... Very briefly, like I said, just gonna be super brief. Um, manga wise, reading wise, I'm gonna touch on and give a shout out to uh, for for the last time, Hunters Guild Red Hood. So, unfortunately, today was or this week's chapter, chapter 17, was the final chapter for Hunters Guild. Hunters Guild Red Hood. Now, if you did not check out this this series or whatever, um, I, even though it did get canceled, I would still say it is still something worth taking a look at, and at least, like I said, just reading through, because, hey, it's only 17 chapters, so it's going to be a pretty quick read. But I, I so much enjoyed the world that they were building, the characters that were in play, and, and all that stuff. It, it's just very sad that that the series, you know, just like like many series that had potential, just kind of got cut down pretty early, um, unfortunately. But that's all we kind of just want to say on that or whatever. But um, but I, I I feel like the I feel like 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 the author ended it off in a fitting way, appropriate with how the world and the story is structured, and that's kind of all I kind of mentioned on that. Um, Real quick, because I have to freaking <laughs> at least touch on these two just super, super quick. One Piece. Um, I believe this was, what was it? I think this one was, let's see, 1031, if I remember correctly. Uh, yes, One Piece manga chapter 1031. Like I said, just brief thoughts on all this stuff. Uh, so very firstly, very beautiful color spread. So this chapter's color spread um, if you hadn't seen it already, I'll just give a brief description of it. Basically, it is all of the first commanders of all of the various um, captains or, or, or emperors, or basically just just like strongest crews in the series. So you have uh, you have Rayleigh from the Roger Pirates. You have Marco the Phoenix from Whitebeard Pirates. You have Kata Curry from the Big Mom Pirates. You have um, Ben Beckman from from Shanks. So real quick, we have a a, a, a brief interruption during this uh, this manga recap. We have the birthday boy. Uh, Happy birthday, Vash. Happy birthday. 
No. 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 Uh, <laughs> happy birthday. Doctor. Say, I am four. I am four. Say cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so the birthday boy, uh, it is literally, it just, it just struck past, uh, past midnight here. So, he popped in here mm. right on time to celebrate his birthday and all his wildness. Uh, nope, please don't hit my microphone. Stop. Stop. Tom, you ready go. For bed. go. Get ready for bed. Okay, birthday boy. Say bye-bye. Mm -hmm. bye-bye. Say bye. Say bye. Bye. Oops. Excuse me. Okay. Night-night. Okay. So birthday boy popped in. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but so yeah, so yeah. So Rayleigh, uh, Ben Beckman, Katakuri, Marco, uh, Shiryu of the Rain from Blackbeard's crew. Um, Sabo is there from the Revolutionaries. Um, Beppo from the Laws Heart Pirates. Killer from Kid's crew. And then, of course, our boy Zoro from representing the Straw Hats. But it, it was a very cool, very dope um, color spread, to say the least. But, um, but this chapter, um, I don't even know, man. <laughs> uh, it, it was just like just like just like a uh, a collection of chaos. It's the best way I can describe this chapter because we started off with freaking. Uh, the aftermath of you know kid and law doing a combo attack with their awakened abilities on big mom big mom of course still gets up she snatches some souls from several people in the area and brings creates more homies as well as she she sacrifices a year of her own lifespan to power herself up which is crazy um but yeah and then she begins a rampage uh, what else we, man, freaking, we have a brief moment where we see, uh, where we see, uh, Yamato, uh, run into Apu and Drake as they're trying to figure out all that mess. We have CP0 making their move, chasing after Brooke and Robin as they're trying to capture Robin. And then the big part of this chapter was Sanji, Sanji, the Sanji stuff. Cause we had a moment where it looks like Sanji might've actually hit a woman for the first time. Um, because of whatever changes, whatever's going on in his body due to the Germa equipment or whatever, the Germa equipment. But we have a moment where basically we see Sanji destroying, destroying his raid suits, um, gear canister thing. And, uh, yeah, so that, that happened. And he ends up calling Zoro and telling Zoro like, Hey, once we get done taking care of king and queen, if I am out of control or on a rampage, I want you to be the one to kill me. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't see anybody dying right now, but at the same time, that would be freaking wild. But but I, I doubt that's going to happen, especially because he's the freaking cook of the group, man. You know, we can't we can't continue to end it to the rest of the series without a freaking without the cook but uh but we also what is this it was like another question that sanji asked um yeah he was like he was like which would luffy prefer 
the regular flesh and blood blood me who turns into a helpless wreck whenever a whenever I face a, a woman or a cruel, cold, emotionless warrior of science who can crush monsters, even monsters like uh, Queen, if given the order. You know, which which side would be more beneficial to the King of Pirates? And so, yeah, so that, that's basically kind of <laughs> a super brief roundup of like how that chapter freaking went, which was, like I said, freaking wild. Next up, let's see this, like I said, it's kind of bringing super brief with these, but uh, My Hero Academia, manga chapter 332. <laughs> Things ain't looking good for Star right now. Uh, because pretty much, you know, we kind of, we get a little bit more flashback to her and her training and stuff, whatever, but the big thing with this chapter was when she grabbed all those freaking missiles that came from the, from the U.S. and she sent them down the same pathway as the laser, um, that she was spearing down on him last chapter or whatever, but like freaking last minute, Shigaraki was able to activate his decay and bury himself underground to escape the big impact of those missiles and that he launched out and freaking got his hands on star's face and that's how the chapter ended so uh, i i am fearful as i've talked about before that i, I i'm still kind of of the, of the mind that shigaraki would not uh slash offer one that they would not succeed in getting Star's quirk, but I think just just because I just because I feel like that would be like too OP, cause cause Shigaraki is already a problem. Now if he has a freaking quirk where he can just like give commands like, hey, I I command Deku to stop breathing, <laughs> or stuff like that, you know, uh, but. What I'm thinking is going to happen more than likely is I think that she is going to impose a rule, if not two, on herself last minute. And and I think some of this I might have talked about before, but I think she might either try to do one where it's like, you know, she can't have her quirk stolen or something of that nature. But, But I was also kind of thinking of I wonder if would she also maybe do something like, like be like, uh, uh, can I have her quirk stolen, and or cannot be decayed, or something like that, you know? Um, but but I I have a feeling that she is going to have a creative way to stop Shigaraki from stealing her quirk, but it will probably come at the cost of either her losing her quirk or her dying in a self-sacrifice type of situation. Uh, Which, like I said, I do not want to happen because I freaking want her to at least meet and talk with at least Deku and All Might, if nobody else. I at least want that meeting to happen. Because it was so like, man, she didn't even freaking make it into the the freaking country. (laughs) You know, and she's already getting getting killed off. But, um, but yeah, but, so that's kind of like my my, my general thoughts on, on that chapter. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, so next thing I kind of want to touch on, so anime and stuff, whatever. So, th- th- so I'm gonna do a quick rapid fire <laughs> before I get into like specific stuff. So pretty much just off top, like I said, all this I'm about to say right now is spoiler free. I'm just giving you just general thoughts, whatever. Um, 
86. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that long long range missile is all I'm gonna say. Wild, but good. Uh, Jobless reincarnation, super good episode. Super good episode as well. Uh, Blue period continues to be the comfort anime for me. Saturday mornings while I have my breakfast, my, my bowl of cereal or whatever I have for breakfast Saturday mornings. Blue period continues to be a great series, a great relaxing series to experience. Um, like I said, just, just in the morning or just whenever I get up and get around to, to start watching stuff. Great. Um, and, and it was a very awesome feeling yesterday when I was at the store picking up this manga. The manga that I showed earlier, um, somebody in line ahead of me. Um, he had a copy of uh, Blue Period Volume 1. So I thought that that was like super dope to see. You know, it's like, okay, it's growing more and more, getting more out there. So very awesome. Like I said, seeing it grow. Um, Comey Can't Communicate. Also a very good chill episode. Um, trying to think. Uh, so... Now we're gonna get to get into uh, some some uh, specifics. <laughs> so, freaking uh, man, what should I start with? Uh, let, let's do rank, ranking of kings, and I'm not even gonna go into this super long whatever. Cause hey, if if y'all wanna hear like super long in depth thoughts on this whatever, go check out my YouTube video on my channel. Cause I've been doing YouTube videos for this series every week, the day or day after. Um, the day that the episodes come out. So if you're interested in super long, in-depth thoughts, whatever, check that out. But I just want to say, man, Boji, man, Boji, and screw Domas. So Boji, you know, he's starting off his little adventure. Do 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 do. Such such cheerful music, man. Such 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 cheerful music. Um, but he saw his little adventure, freaking Boji, just like steadily getting distracted, falling asleep in the middle of town, chasing butterflies, almost falling to freaking uh, spike trap hit things, all this crazy stuff. And we we got so much freaking good world building and stuff as well, cause like we get to like meet more characters. Like I want to know like what the heck is up with that maybe king guy that was like living underground and in that little uh, spiked pit cave thing. What the hell was that damn uh, that freaking uh, crazy cloud thing that like sucked up the soul of the dead boar? And then spit out dozens of forest animals out the other end. I don't know. This show is super weird. But I'm, I'm here for it. Um, and then we also get that freaking at the end. That town with with what they literally call the gates of hell. <laughs> this giant hole in the ground. Like every few minutes shoots up fire. But I, I, I had learned or heard something very interesting. From somebody that commented on my video um, over the weekend. They gave me something to think about. So there was a moment where where Boji, Domas, and the other guy are sitting around the campfire. They're, they're about to eat dinner or whatever, or eat. So Boji's about to eat some food, and then two daggers come out of nowhere and, you know, knock the food. Or as the daggers are coming, Domas pushes uh, Boji out the way, and the daggers end up hitting the meat 
or whatever. And so, basically, when they pick it up, Bo's about to go try to eat it again. A little fox comes, grabs the meat, feeds it for her and her cubs. Kind of find out a little bit later on, they all died because what we originally, what, what I was thinking or was speculated was that the meat was, uh, or that the, uh, that the daggers was poisoned and that's what got into the meat. But this person, shout out to you, sorry I don't have your name put it right now or whatever, but they pointed out that more than likely the meat was poisoned and the daggers, which we know was probably shot by Bebin, was done to save Boji from eating the poisoned meat. And I was like, that makes total sense. It makes super freaking total sense. Um, and especially because of what happens at the end of the, at the end of the freaking episode where Domas and poor Boji, so trusting, whatever, he's like, hey, come get a closer look at this, at this uh, pit of hell. And freaking just pushes. Domas pulls a Rachel moment and just pushes Boji right off the edge into the freaking pit. And like a few, like a minute later or whatever, fire. So I am like super excited and stressing to see this next episode to learn like, okay, like what the heck is going on? You know, what is up with our boy Boji? You know, all, all that stuff. But, um, but yeah, but another great episode of uh, of uh, Ranking of Kings. Next up, uh, Sakugan. Sakugan. So this episode, we basically, as as their quote unquote punch whatever, basically, uh, Mimipu and Gagumber have to go and help. Um, basically, they end up getting tasked with fixing this wind machine because there's a, there's a area of the forest at their end where a lot of the nature and stuff is dying. And that's because the the airflow or the wind that normally goes through that area, or whatever, is not getting there, and kind of find out that like like the big ma- machinery, whatever, that makes all that stuff works is damaged, and so we get into this area where it's, where it's like dripping like acid stuff out the pipes and all that stuff, and so it it, it was just overall like so just keeping it super simple, but it was just like an overall super cool episode you know like so just seeing them kind of just getting to explore and and Mimipu learning that her little uh jewel stone or whatever actually reflected the machinery and how like the different pathways and stuff is opening whatever on the map so that was like pretty cool like of her to learn that that there was that connection and stuff as well but uh but yeah like I said just just continue just still continue to to, to enjoy Sakugan so very briefly, I want to touch on this series. So this is a series that I have been chipping away at over the last week or so, couple weeks, whatever. Um, I still haven't watched the movie for this, but I did watch the anime series for Violet Evergarden. Now, Violet Evergarden is a series that I've heard people rant and rave about for years since it aired a couple years back or a few years ago. So I don't know why... I just got this, the random urge to like just finally just watch it or whatever, um, but here I am, and so and like I said, I, I still want to like still uh, still go and uh, watch the movie and stuff, and I think there's like like a bonus episode or something. But for 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 and for for those who do not know whatever, so Violet Evergarden basically 
follows this this young lady named Violet Evergarden, who basically was a child soldier back during the war. And so the series kind of deals with, you know, kind of like us learning more about her time as a soldier in the army and her kind of like trying to adjust and adapt to living a normal life, you know, and just like just doing normal things. And yeah, it it is just, just, it, it was super awesome, super good. Uh, very beautiful, very beautiful show, very good music, um, very fluid animation and stuff as well. Um, but it, it, it was like very nice going through and like I said, just slowly seeing Violet start to learn and understand and grasp what emotions are, you know, and, and how they are used and how they are expressed, you know, because, you know, with her becoming a, um, a doll, a doll and you know it's it's interesting like 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 how she was like being super literal <laughs> with her letters at the beginning to at the end and man like some some of these episodes I really hit um and and, and it's kind of funny in a way I cuz I just now thought about this with me doing that recording I just did for Vash on here that one episode with the mother that basically she had a terminal illness and she knew that her time was limited. So she had Violet come out for her for a full week and every day they just typed up letters or whatever and come to find out she was typing up birthday letters to her daughter enough to last I think for the next 50 years. And that was wild, and, and and I really appreciated them kind of like giving us like, like uh like a snippet into the future of of the daughter going through the different phases of her life. Like, oh, now you're this age. Oh, hey, now you're a teenager. Oh, hey, now you're a young adult. Oh, you got your first job, maybe. Oh, hey, you got married. Just seeing all that stuff was just super heartwarming, um, and and, and a very thoughtful thing for her to do to map out like, hey, here's a letter for every birthday for the next 50 years. Y'all make sure that these get delivered on her birthday every year. And so, I uh, just like to so just stuff like that just like really really hit close to home. Like I so said, especially like right now with like so me just just giving my own son a, a sort of time capsule um, for, for his birthday and stuff. But, um, but yeah, but Violet Evergarden super good, super good stuff. Um, like I said, I don't need to drag it out too much longer than that. But um, but yeah. So I'm trying to think. Uh, talk about the manga and stuff I've been, I or chapters I read for the week, and that main anime stuff that I watched this week. I'm trying to think. Uh, I think that's it. So I'm gonna kind of transition a little bit now to uh, to talking about um, Eternals. But I'm gonna say. Once again, this is going to be just very light surface level because honestly, I am not super familiar with <laughs> with these beings and stuff, whatever. But like I said, I just kind of just want to just give just like just general thoughts on it. So, so yeah, so general spoilers for Marvel's Eternals. Um, so 
Eternals. Now, much like my situation with watching Guardians of the Galaxy those years back, of like, okay, I have no clue who any of these characters are, never heard of them, all that stuff, because, you know, I, you know, growing up, you know, I, I was never really too big of a comic book reader. Now, of course, I knew about X-Men a lot because I watched uh, between the, the live-action X-Men movies back in the day, the uh, X-Men animated cartoon series, freaking love. Oh, yeah, X-Men. Uh, of course, Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man was, was, was like the only actual comic book that I read and it was like one particular issue I kind of want to go back in and see if I can find that one or whatever but the only but the main thing I remember about it was that if I remember if I remember correctly I said this was like 20 plus years ago but uh I believe Peter and MJ just had a baby and so uh yeah which in hindsight because I want to say I want to say I was yeah I feel like I was younger than 10 <laughs> when I got that um so kind of reading that in hindsight, kind of funny. But I know my mom got to feel like, hey, Spider-Man, here you go. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but, you know, like I said, just that general stuff, whatever. Of course, like I said, like, you know, everybody knows Hulk and stuff like that. But like I said, like Guardians of the Galaxy, is like, I have no clue who these people are. And now even less so with Eternals. Because like I said, before they announced this movie a year, a couple years back, whatever, I never even heard of these people. But what I will say, though, like I said, is that I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, you know, not necessarily my favorite, but. And, and, and I feel like this is why I have kind of more or less like. Over the years, put less emphasis and stake on. On quote unquote professional reviewers and, or review sites like 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 Rotten Tomatoes and stuff like that or whatever, because sometimes I just want to go watch something, play it, read it, whatever, to judge for myself. Now, what might happen though is that something gets put on my radar. Like for example, uh, last month there was a game I played called The Artful Escape. I had that game was not on my radar at all, but listen to one of my podcasts or whatever, they doing kind of like gym, like a review slash impressions of it or whatever. And when somebody was ranting and raving about it, so I was like, okay, let me put this on my radar. Let me go check it out. And I freaking love that game. One of my favorite experiences this year. And so, uh, and so, yeah. So like I said, it kind of, kind of happened. Um, same thing with this is, you know, I watched, like I said, I just kind of just went into the movie and watched it and enjoyed it. Uh, had a freaking, I enjoy this cast of characters. Uh, freaking, <laughs> man, freaking Angelina Jolie. She has some type of like fountain of youth, immortality, something. Because wow, she she looks freaking stunning. This movie. Um, and it was very cool to see her in the role that she was in. It was very, very fitting of her being that character named Athena. Uh, you know, of course, like me being in IT, 
I enjoyed the uh, the gadget guy. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Fastos, um, played by uh, Brian Tyree Henry from uh, who's also in uh, Atlanta, the TV show Atlanta. Um, cause that's where I first learned of his stuff, whatever, uh, as a uh, paperboy. <laughs> but um, but yeah, Fastos, him with his little gadgets and stuff, I loved it. Um, I, I feel I feel like all of the Eternals, I pretty much like enjoyed in some aspect or whatever. Uh, uh, Gilgamesh, he was super dope. I, I love the sound design. Like anytime he like laid the smack down on somebody, it, it was like freaking like a like a like the big show, slapping somebody's chest just like wham. I I just loved it. Like I said, just like his power, just like brawling, smacking people down, all that stuff. Um, uh, Makari with her speed, and and I loved them um, incorporating. Uh, let me see, because I don't know. I don't think she's not actually deaf. I don't think no, because she was on Walking Dead. So I don't think she is. Um, but anywho, she she was really cool and with that character as well. Um, Sprite, the little uh, illusions, little chick, uh, Kango, him and his uh his buddy uh Karan. <laughs> Them two had me cracking up, yo. Like, 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 uh, when they first uh, reintroduced him after they, after they trying to go and reunite the team, whatever. And he's doing like the like little like dance number and stuff in the show. And I love freaking Karan. Just like, he, he's just like having fun, just like recording and trying to document all these little events and stuff. Uh, but yeah, but all of them were so cool. Uh, uh, Freaking uh, druid with it or druid with his ability to uh, to basically like, control people's minds. Like I said, I always talk about Angelina Jolie's character Thana being like the strongest warrior. Uh, Icarus, uh, man, his, his character. Um, I, I should have known something something was going on with him, but I, I did not expect you know. Not, not to say I wasn't surprised or like, okay, of course that makes sense that he would be the, would be the one that would <laughs> turn on everybody, but it, it was still, still a pretty cool, um, just moment, just seeing them, you know, kind of come together to try to fight him at the end. Um, and freaking, uh, Cersei with her ability that, that her power was like super, super dope as well. I'm just kind of being being able to like like change the shape and form of objects that she's touching, and so yeah, it, it is just like really dope, just seeing. Uh, honestly, like 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 a lot of this movie was just like me just kind of just going on along for the ride because, you know, this movie they're talking about like like big literal literal galaxy brain. <laughs> type of stuff of like these like humongous beings shaping galaxies and universes and and stuff like that and uh and these eternals supposedly being sent down to stop these uh uh shoot deviants only to find out the reveal of like actually no the deviants was just uh something that I messed up 
previously in my last experiment. So I created y'all to take care of them and yada, yada, yada. So that, that, that was just super, uh, super crazy and super wild. Um, but yeah, and honestly, I, I am just like super curious to see like, like the aftermath of all of this stuff. Um, I look forward to seeing when, uh, the freaking, um, eternal that started being born out the planet is now like frozen. Um, or, or I think, I'm trying to think, I think they said that she actually killed it maybe, but anywho, this half emerged eternal just just sticking out the planet like his fingers and like part of his head sticking out the freaking side of the surface of the planet and that's gonna be wild to see like like from space as well as you know i'm curious like like in other movies and marvel movies and stuff whatever how that's gonna handle like 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 at one point is that gonna get brought up in the news story or somebody's gonna be like flying across the planet and like oh look that's the thing that the eternals took care of or whatever um, but yeah, but, um, but yeah, the, the post credit scenes, so getting introduced to, uh, to Thanos' brother, um, uh, which, once again, not to, not too familiar with these, uh, characters and stuff, but that's still just something, um, something cool and interesting that, that he got introduced there at the end of the that he got introduced there at the, at the end of the movie, um, seeing him come into play, and then the post post credit scene, seeing uh, uh, what is this character's name? I don't want to just say uh, John Snow, but um, Kit Harrington. Uh, apparently, I guess he's some character called the Black Knight, um, which once again, don't I don't know, don't know nothing about Thanos' brother, don't know nothing um, about. Uh, about this Black Knight character, but uh, but as always, interested in learning more about this stuff. Uh, the curse of the Ebony Blade. So, ooh, the Ebony Blade versus a uh, Zoro with uh, Emma in One Piece. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so that's apparently who he is. Um, I thought I saw somebody's. I don't I don't know whose voice that was that was like talking to him at the end. I heard somebody say that um, that they think that that voice at the end might be uh, Mahershala Ali as a Blade. Don't know. That'd be cool if it is, but we shall see. But, um, but yeah, but like I said, overall, enjoy the movie. You know, um, like I said, it, it is definitely a thing of go judge things for yourself you know go go check out things and, and make that judgment call yourself you know like i said you know it's hey it is fine you know if, if you want to still you know these kind of like like get a general feel or a general kind of like like idea of like okay what is what is kind of kind of like 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 the general vibe people are feeling about this movie and so that is fine because hey like I said I still might at least like in passing like, oh, okay what do people think about this movie this anime this manga this video game whatever but sometimes it's like at most it might be a thing of like okay you know what you know uh, you know I feel I feel like I'm kind of taking more into account like with video games to where it's like okay you know I'm hearing mixed things on this game or whatever 
maybe I'll wait on it unless I just have money to splurge. I'll just wait on it, you know, and, and, and pick it up a little bit later on down the line. Um, but I feel like something like, like, like a, like a manga or anime or a, uh, or a movie, those are something that's like easier to consume to where it's like, you know what? Screw it. I I can, I, I can spare, at least me personally, I can spare a couple hours to go check out this movie and make that judgment call for myself. Um, same thing, like I said, with manga, hey, I can just pull up the chapter, read a few chapters or whatever, or pull up the, the series, pull up, read a few chapters or whatever, make that call myself, um, like I said, same thing with anime, I'll watch an episode or two or whatever, if I'm feeling it, cool, if not, I'll just pause and come back to it later, but, um, but yeah, but, that's pretty much, I think, gonna do it with my thoughts on Eternals, like I said, hey, good, like I said, I feel like way better than a lot of people are kind of giving it credit for, um, but hey, who 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 am I but a dad talking? <laughs> um, but yeah, let's go ahead and wrap things up. So, as always, thank you for listening to Daddy's Talk. Um, <laughs> oh man, and I can truly talk because once again, I was like, man, it's gonna be a short episode. I'm not going to go into detail on a lot of stuff, whatever. And here we are, still clocked in about an hour and a half. But, guess guess it's just a natural skill. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, as always, like I said up top, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on whatever podcast service you choose. I, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon whatever also make sure you go to the dad needs to talk youtube channel subscribe there so you can check out my videos my manga reviews all that fun stuff and yeah hit me up on socials hit me up at um dad needs to talk dot com um hit me up on twitter at dad needs to talk on instagram at dad needs to talk podcast and yeah let me know what y'all think of Eternals of uh, Violet Evergarden of any of the manga anime I talked about this week come talk to me give me a shout out you know uh, hit me up because I love talking with y'all I appreciate those of y'all that have reached out um, shout out to um, GB from Worst Generation Podcast I appreciate you man for taking time to not only listen to the podcast but to reach out and and uh, continue the conversation so much love to you and much love to everybody out there that does that. Um, it is greatly appreciated. But like I said, just a reminder, um, next week I'm going to be taking off. So no podcast um, next week. But if, but like I said, be on the lookout. I might still drop something that week. And the following week, be on the lookout because I got something super awesome coming for y'all. So I hope y'all are excited. But that's going to do it. It's late. And... We got to go celebrate Vash's birthday. So, much love to y'all. As always, take care of yourselves. Treat yourselves. Buy that manga and read it. Check out that anime or that movie you've been wanting to see. Play that video game that's been sitting on your shelf for a while. And, as always, live your life. And I'll catch y'all in the next one. Be safe. Peace.